make you feel. Hi, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Caroline. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Clitlet, a podcast a little bit about self-help books. And a lot about how our personal narratives connect to them. <gasps> We're back. <laughs> your your sharp inhalation is cute. That's how you get rid of hiccups. I have a what? theory that oh, like if someone scares you. Yeah, I feel I had like a teacher who was so crazy about that. He'd be in the middle of a lesson, like he'd hear it and he wouldn't acknowledge it, and he'd be in the middle of a lesson and then like scare the kid whoever was doing it and i was like not okay mr cherry that was his name mr cherry mr cherry he was great but scary but great i have a theory that like that's why they say that you should be scared to get rid of them because you're gonna inhale quickly so i just skip the being scared part well i guess i'm already scared because i'm alive but then like i'll just be i'll just be like (laughs) sitting there like (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if it really works or not i don't know either but there you go um you guys i'm not like doing well today i will start i kind of thought you were mad at me when you got here i wasn't i was too tired to like give any thorough responses to your texts (laughs) i feel like death right now because so i famously have ibs which i've felt like i pretty much know like what makes me sick what I am okay to eat, but also, like, sometimes food that would make me sick doesn't make me, but, like, I've joked on my web series, Dating Myself, watch it on YouTube, um, that, like, I have a good sixth sense for, like, what's gonna make me sick, but lately it's been so off, and, like, I have been getting these horrible, like, stomach cramps, the -hmm. only thing that can make me feel better is just, like, lying in the fetal position in my bed. Today was the second day like last Thursday and then today, which is Tuesday. Yeah. No, it's Monday. <laughs> no, it's not. Is it really? Oh, it is. Okay. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. So on Thursday and today I left work early. Like I texted my boss. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I am not doing well. I need to go home. And they've been really nice about it, but I'm like, I yeah, worry. You still feel guilty. I worry. And, and my, client that I do behavioral work with she's the fucking best but her camp that she goes to they're not too keen on her being there without me present and I was like stop being assholes but um she had a major meltdown today like she hasn't freaked out this much in like honestly a year and a half oh damn and she like kicked me and hit me and which like I don't care about she's young she's in grade school I'm like (laughs) you're not gonna like you're not gonna hurt me but um but it like hurts me so much to see her like it it looks like comparable to a panic attack but more like physical Mm. and I can tell that once it's over it'll last for like 10 minutes 15 minutes whatever and I know it'll end like I don't I'm not like I'm not scared I'm not I'm just like okay gonna wait this out because nothing I do like there's no rational thinking that can like help her in that moment yeah which again which makes it feel like a panic attack like looking at it and then like once it's done I can see that she's like full body and mind like so tired and so we tried to just have like a chill day and I was doing absolutely fine and then around like 245 or something I started getting these stomach cramps and I was like, I didn't even eat because I think it's gluten. I think that's what it is because I know I know I have an intolerance to it already, but I've been like pretty lax about eating it. But all of a sudden it's like my body's like, if you eat that, you will die. Mm. So I don't even know what I ate, whatever. I ate the plainest food, but it just just reminds me about how with every time I think I have my like mental illness shit like sorted out and like I know exactly what it is I know exactly the like signs of things 
being bad or being good that's when it like throws me for a loop and I feel like the same thing is happening with my like stomach and body it's like I thought I've been dealing with this my whole fucking life like I always I've always been anxious and it always fed into like having like stomach problems and then being more anxious and then having more stomach problems but like in high school it was really bad and it got to the point where like I wouldn't eat if I wasn't home so I would just like I would eat like a piece of bread at school and then like wait till I got home to like eat Mm. all my meals because I was so scared that everything would make me sick and I'm like I don't want to go back to that place I also don't want to have to be like restrictive in my diet I'm like I just want to eat whatever but I hate that I hate how much it takes to keep my mind and body like happy and healthy like I hate how way too much effort it's like and I'm I've been so exhausted because I leave my house at like around 8 a.m I won't get home till like 6 p.m and I've been doing a lot of stuff after work, like either like recording podcast stuff or doing promo stuff for dating myself. And I'm like, I feel like maybe that's part of it that my body is like, go to sleep. Like I napped when I got home after I left work early. And when my alarm went off, I was like, I like can't get out of bed. Like I I'm just, I feel so exhausted. So I feel you. I'm hoping. I don't know. And my work schedule is about to chill out because she's going to be going to camp less, which is which is a relief because I'm like, I don't – this schedule is not sustainable for me right now. Fucking 9 to 5. We're artists. We can't do – we can't do it. It hurts. No, I'm like – I felt I'm your like pain really when I woke up well. today because I didn't have any food in my apartment, so I slammed two chai soylents. And I then ended up immediately in the fetal position in my yeah, bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll do it. No, and last night I threw too creamy. Ew. Well, is it is it dairy? Is it like full dairy? I don't know if it's which like actual. I love. I hate that I have no because to... I would assume it's like because it's soy in the name. Right. But it tastes so... like it. It is. It's like very I've rich. I've tasted it before. It's. It it's tastes like, like pancake batter. It's, like, it's I get the chai flavored one, so it's spicy. It's like a, it's I like had a chai it back latte. In the day, like in college, my like friend the plain. Drank it. I've never had like the plain. That's, yeah, that's what yeah, I've no. had. Is that like he was like it was like generation like first generation. Uh, yeah, oh. they only have like the good flavored ones at Seven Eleven, and then to save money, I've been ordering watering them down. Oh, oh no, I've been ordering them in bulk on amazon prime so that i can just drink a soylent in the morning and i don't uh-huh. have to like sh- grocery shop for the first part of the day but actually i also was doing it as like a restrictive dieting thing too but i don't think it's working well because so, it's still supposed to have the nutrients and protein that like a meal would and it's I'm like, like i'm not an astronaut like i want to eat real food i don't need to just like it's only 400 calories though so i was like maybe this will restrict but oh god I, don't know. I hate that but <laughs> I understand, but it's it worries me. But um, oh, I was gonna say that I threw a party. Allie just graduated from grad school. Woohoo! She's Woo. now um, almost a licensed therapist. Still almost, but now she's graduated. But I threw a party for her, and I was like so excited about. It. We were all having a blast. I ordered so much Thai food. We were playing games. We were hanging out, and then like, I don't know. I had like half of a blue moon, and my body was like, "Bitch, you thought." And I was in so much pain. I had to just like lie in my bed and I felt Isn't so that, like, badly because I you had should to, probably like, not ditch. drink that that's like the the most gluten beer you I could know. drink okay but this is the thing like I've had like I've been living a gluten full and dairy full life 
for like since high school because like mm-hmm. well it's I, it's it's coming waves you gotta just get on omission it's also better what omission it's a gluten-free beer okay it well, comes I in like a that. couple different but i types. also um i have to look back into like the there's this diet called the fodmap diet and i don't use the word diet as in like losing weight it's like uh an ibs thing of of foods to avoid when my friend i'm visiting my friend this weekend and she was like i'm going grocery shopping for the weekend like is there anything you can't eat and i was like i texted one thing and then i was like oh and this oh and this and this and this and this like random thing that we're probably not gonna eat but maybe oh it's like my low tier scene migraine diet ew i hate the i just want to well now i didn't want to eat before this i was like i don't want to be sick but now i'm like i'm gonna be hungry and i know and i have to go pick up something after this for the podcast and i know by the time i'm done with it i'm gonna want to go get mcdonald's and what sucks is that usually my stomach problems is like if i eat shitty it's like okay yeah maybe i have an upset stomach but the next day i'm like totally fine but with this it's been like um slow release like of Mm. i feel sick now and then like i'll feel sick in 12 hours and i'll feel sick again in six hours so i'm like i can't fucking trust i'm sorry this has been like a long check-in and i feel like it's like probably kind of boring but i feel really sad um i was chatty kathy before we started recording um very happy to be here but also very sad in my life (laughs) <laughs> and hoping to just uh, I don't know I don't know but I'm like I'm excited to like chill with our guest and like talk about the book me too but I'm sad okay what's been going on with you what's been going on with me basically the same thing where like my entire sleep schedule has been switched to like me being nocturnal I know it's insane um, you're a fucking vampire so let's see it's like 6 55 right now I got out of bed I woke up at no I woke up at like 10 30 but i didn't get to sleep until last night was so weird because i finally got my doctor to prescribe me ambien again i'm kind of shocked that they did did not didn't because i thought is that not in the same class as like benzos it is but it's like i also need to like force my body to like yeah it's like different um and like i've never been like I just have like a high tolerance for drugs. I've never like like I've had like fun on Ambien before, but it's never like tripped me out. And like last night, I don't know. I watched Euphoria. Oh, I have God. N- no idea what happened on the episode. Why would you watch that on drugs? No, I mean How no. I mean me. Big Little Lies is famously like best um, taken in while on Ambien. Really? Yeah. It's... Oh, I feel like honestly, you're like living the lives. Yeah, because you're just kind of yeah. like floating. Dude, euphoria and it's, like, like very... tripped me out. I'm like, I'm afraid of Gen Z. They make me nervous and scared, but I also like love it. It's literally just skins, but like. Okay, for yeah, America. that's like the hot Twitter take. Or did you tweet that? Again, that is my fucking you tweet. Tweeted that. <laughs> I've been saying that as if like a Twitter famous person like tweeted that and had ten thousand retweets. Well, it should it have you. had. 10,000 retweets I said that I'll tell my little sister who like has a th- like oh thousands of followers to retweet it and then you'll be famous please do I said that euphoria gives us everything that US skins wished they could yeah. but they couldn't and it's true but yeah so I don't know like, I didn't hazy memories of last night I at some point got in my bed and then I don't think I actually like went to sleep and then I was just like in bed until like 4 p.m or something and then I started like I started like reading in bed the book that we're going to be talking about which is really good 
And then, yeah, so this is basically morning for me. But I also, (laughs) when I was driving here, did remember. Oops, I hit the mic. Sorry, guys. I did remember that I... uh, I rewrote my Hinge profile last night on I Ambien. Downloaded, oh my god! So Let's I would like it. to. I read downloaded it. Hinge today, and I'm talking about Vanderpump Rules with this guy. So it feels like promising so far. I also okay. Let's let's hear. You inspired me. When okay. when was that? When did we hang out? That you were okay. like, I'm getting on Hinge. Like two days ago. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Tell me my answers. The secret to getting to know me <laughs> is listening to my podcast. Stop. <laughs> Love that self-promo. It will get you stalkers, but, like, worth it. I'll fall for you if you're actively going to Al-Anon or NAMI meetings. <laughs> Star emoji. Stop, the, the widow in me over is constant validation and a dark sense of humor. I love that. I honestly love those answers. I mean, you might get, like, fucking psychos. But that's, but what, that's what you but want. But no, I've said it to only women right now, so it's different. Cool, 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 yeah. And then my photos are, like, this selfie of me. Hot as fuck. Because I, I, like, have gained a lot of weight as I... I'm sorry. I can't, I can't stop talking about it constantly. But also, we'll, we'll relate in the book later to the author. She gained a lot of weight on, like, I think the same medication I'm on. So I had to, like, change Twinsies. all of my photos. But then... Like okay, this photo. more gorgeous. This where is, is like, that? That's in Arizona. Okay, we'll have to like put these on the Insta. Yeah, so the, this kind of like headshot type. Yes, we stand. And then this is me and my mom, mom at a Billy Joel concert. I don't know if that's weird to have a picture of me and my mom. That's the only. I one. never know the rules about having other people in your pictures because the last dating app I was this like sexy one. I know that's like hot. Ali said he looked like Cheryl Blossom. Yeah, my um, dream. Yeah. Uh, no, the last uh, dating app I was on was called Field, and we all know, I think I've talked about it, it's like the sluttiest, best app that I've been on, but it's, I can't go back there. But um, I always felt weird about having any pictures that had anyone else in them, because it was such a, like, hookup app that I was like, I don't, I don't want to subject my friends. I don't know. I only had yeah. pictures of myself because it felt weird. But, like, this hinge is wholesome. We should be spot. Hinge is wholesome. That'd be a good. They Hinge has been hitting like Twitter so hard. Promos so so hard. I've had to mute like multiple people who I don't follow. And it's like and it's like the weirdest. And they write the the worst. Like it'll be like an influencer, but with like two thousand followers who has a boyfriend, and she'll be like, "I have a boyfriend, but like some of my friends have found happiness." Hashtag ad. And it's just like, why are you doing this? Grassroots approach of like talking to people yeah who have like 2,000 followers which like I feel like works but also shut up yeah I don't I'm trying know. to think like what else I'm so pessimistic about dating I'm and dating apps what else do I have to check in about what happened over the weekend I couldn't tell you what even my was memory that? is so I don't know oh I worked all yeah weekend. you worked you were gone I missed you I ate like a lot of prosciutto M&Ms last and, night. Oh, I was gonna say M and M's and grapes. You Obviously, said that's and M and M's and grapes. Yeah. The weirdest. Uh, see, how do you not have fucking more stomach issues? Does that not give you a like acid reflux or something? Mis- oh no, upper it, it GI. does. I know I have terrible acid issues. reflux. Okay, okay, cool. I'm going to the doctor. If you next go to a stomach month. doctor, will you tell me who they are? Because I need to go back. I think and get. I don't know. I Is ha- it different? I have a GI, but they're in Vegas. Me too. He was really weird. He 
blinked a lot and like really hard and it made me really uncomfortable vegas is like they have the worst doctors like most people just like if you have the means it's like most people just like drive to california okay not okay not that's most insane. people rich people yeah that's like insane. because like all of the doctors there suck so much cute but whatever um okay so we both need to go to the doctor probably won't for the like two months until my work gets mad at me for skipping so much no my work is so chill and like so sweet but i just like don't want to leave my yeah, girl alone i'm just like i'm just like I'm not really working. The library has, like, not been giving me any shifts. Rude. I literally haven't. And we, we see it on this, like, app where they come up. And I've emailed them. And I'm like, I haven't seen a shift come up in a month. And they're like, no, it's working. Okay. I'm like, no, you guys are, like, ghosting me and, like, and then, firing like, me for no reason. About it. Yeah, it's so weird. Also, isn't it super hard to get fired because it's, like, a government Yeah, because it's a fucking city. Yeah. So, I don't know. And wow. I'm just, like, not writing. I'm not doing anything. I haven't been doing stand-up. <laughs> just, I'm just in, like, a weird period. But a lot of it relates to, like, the book. So. Shall we dive in then? Yeah. Can we introduce? Okay. So we have Liz Galveo on today. woo She's a comedy writer and co-host of the podcast My Wife is in This Room, which is about The Bachelor. And we fucking stand. Mm-mm-mm. It is really funny. Um, welcome, welcome to the pod. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Thank you for having me. A warm clitlet greeting. From our clits to yours. Ew. That doesn't work. That doesn't it work. It doesn't. Wow. It doesn't. Um, how's it going? What's up? Good. I feel like I'm in a similar space to you guys that I just feel kind of blah mm. lately. I wonder if it's, I don't know, are you guys into astrology at all? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's I your sign? I'm a Libra. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what, what's your moon yeah. and rising? Um, rising is Cancer and oh. Pisces moon. Oh my oh. gosh. Look at that water. I know. Wow. So emotional, you guys. I love that. Do you have a brother? I love you some Cancer. Like a twin brother? <laughs> no. Damn. <laughs> You're like, I want that chart. Like, that's in my life. Yeah, that's, oh, the chart. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. would. I would literally. I'd have considered killing myself over a cancer before. So. Wow. Sounds oh, about shit. right. Water signs are... Cancers are my kryptonite. Yeah. I do love cancers. I feel like Scorpios and cancers, that's like an insane match. It's a love match. For sure. Is it? Oh, you're a Scorpio? <laughs> it is. Yeah. She's a Scorpio. Oh, I love Scorpios. Mm, love that. Nice. I'm a Taurus. Oh, yeah. Tauruses are rad, too. You Thank guys got you. the horns. I feel bad for our listeners because <laughs> every single podcast, there's like a like self-masturbatory, like, I'm a Taurus. I'm a Scorpio. What are you? What are you? I love that. I love that. I, I love know, that. We all love each other. so important. Is something happening? Mercury is retrograde soon. Yeah. I feel like. We're in cancer season right now. Which is... And we're also in eclipse season. So there's like a mm. lot of like changes and turmoil okay. going on right now so it makes sense that we're all kind of feeling like yeah. in between things i, I also think. feel like not to be like such an la bitch but i'm like the weather has been yes good for See, I, like if I east love coasters were here they'd the enjoy it but okay hate- we get it you hate summer no i hate summer too but the gloom i my gloom, i man. like a like 69 degrees partly cloudy with a bit of a breeze like that is my perfect weather i don't need it to be 100 degrees but i do need the sun to come out i need i want rain i want thunder. it rained this morning well i was not awake for that and my flannel was still wet from the laundry and i just like wore it and i was like this was a horrible idea but i did it anyway what else is new with you 
as if we're old time friends. I don't know. Like, what, like, tell us your what's your what's your deal? What's your story? What's your life? What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. What's I your just, ethos? My ethos. Oh my. What does that mean? I'm I don't sorry. know if I have an ethos, but um, I've just been. I wrote a pilot and I've been just like submitting it to places. Um, like, cool. it's been like workshop season, so all Ooh. these you know major studios have like workshops or programs where they're supposed to discover new talent or whatever so I've just been like writing these long ass applications and submitting at places and then like now I'm just waiting to hear back from yeah. anywhere. Wow, I didn't do any of those this year. I'm just remembering. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Oh, I've had a f- I don't know what they are. I've really, had a honestly, few years where I haven't submitted. Um, comes and goes. Yeah. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about yeah, what's what your you're pilot? writing? Or do you want to keep it like Oh, sure. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a half hour comedy or I guess like a dramedy about sort of this friend family in uh, New York City in their 30s. Mm-hmm. And it's like three different couples um one is a lesbian couple it's called dinks so which stands for double income no kids uh oh that sounds like a fun lifestyle honestly (laughs) get that disposable income yes i mean maybe not in new york but like for these people i hope yeah so they all the there's like three couples at the beginning they're all dinks um, although they don't end up that way. There's a lesbian couple that decides to start um, the process of like starting their family. Um, there's a straight couple that decides to start opening up their relationship. And then there's another straight couple that uh, they're engaged to get married. And then the pilot opens with the, the woman being dumped and them breaking off their engagement. Oh, my God. Oh, an absolute nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Conflict. Wow. <laughs> Famously great for television. Yeah. In, in every scene, conflict. <laughs> Write it in, kids. Screenwriting 101. Oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah. Shot by Kelsey. Love it. Thank you for those come to my <laughs> Come to my class. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds fun. How long have you been working on it? Um, I mean, I started thinking about it, like, and brainstorming about it probably about a year ago, and then I finally got to drafting the script over the spring. Cool. Um, but awesome. I just kind of, like, came to the idea, because I'm, I'm 32, and most of my friends are, like, in their early 30s, and, like, shit gets real in relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, people are I mean, either... I, I wouldn't know. I'm, like, saying, mm-hmm, yeah. I know, I'm, like, I'm 26, I haven't been in a relationship for four years, but I can imagine. No, but you have friends, you know, in your yeah. late 20s starts starts getting real too people like either get married or they break up or they start having kids it's like all these big decisions start happening so I was kind of inspired by like a lot of conversations with friends over beers about like what are we doing with our lives because I feel like all the time I feel like when I was younger and I thought of like what a 26 year old is I I thought I'd be so much more advanced in my life like I don't right. care as a 26 year old now I'm like I don't give a fuck like I'm living my life I'm proud of my choices but like I think when I, when you're a little kid it's like you assume that like adulthood starts when you're like 18 or something because that's when yeah. you're like legal and can like leave your parents or whatever yeah but um it is funny to see that as as I get older I'm like no shit still is not like there's no clear path for anything and like I feel like I'll still feel like a kid at like <laughs> 40 yeah in high school I don't know when I started saying this but I was just like I don't even want to like 
think about getting married or having kids until I'm 30 mm-hmm. and that seemed like a really long time to push it off and you now know, I'm like, now like I no. don't know like 30 is very close it's and like close. I don't want to think about that at I all know. then <laughs> I'm like no thank you I know honestly I, lo- I think that's a good stance though like truly because our brains aren't even developed until like 25 so I remember mm-hmm. my first therapist in the LA dunces I've that. dated is that, an, is, that <laughs> an, is that an offensive word I didn't think. I think so. I, okay, I'm cool. actually. I actually don't know, but I just <laughs> like is that, that you like put a slur, and I just like shame. haven't known. No, it's like a cone of <laughs> it's shame. It's an old timey right? slur. Kelsey was Shetkos's the D word. Oh my god, I'm worried. Oh god. Um, <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. Wait, what was I gonna say? Oh no, that I love that we're both like on dating apps now, trying to uh, get back out there, meet our special someone. The app that is meant to be deleted. It can hinge sponsors. Yeah. No, because we all have horrible... Basically, I texted someone the other day, and I was like, yeah, I would just rather be in a whatever relationship so I don't have to, like, have Sleep time alone. alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have to, like, be alone with my I know. Thoughts. I hate that, uh, <laughs> that I, I do still feel that way sometimes, even though, like, that's how both of my last relationships, like, ended up. And I'm like, Caroline, it's miserable. Like, you don't want that. But I'm like, I mean, it would be nice to cuddle at night. But I guess not if... You hate each other. I feel like I'm like you have roommates though, so you have that's like true, a little bit of like people. I'm just like alone, 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 alone and it's alone. like overwhelming. That was a SpongeBob reference. If you're like a normal 26 year old like who wants to be friends and roommates in Los Angeles, like maybe like, DM H-M-U. me. <laughs> Not weird at all. Or no, to say no, you don't have to be 26. I'm, I know that's like so. Specific. No, I'm being facetious. I, don't I want, know you I don't are, but like, <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? Have you guys heard of that, like, Facebook group, Gypsy Housing? Yes. Yeah, isn't... No, Gypsy's offensive. That is a yeah. slur. That is a slur. That is definitely What's a slur. What's the deal with this Facebook group? Uh, it's like people are like, I don't know, I have a spare room. Who wants to rent it? Okay. I've, yeah. I've found a roommate there. Uh, subletter. And it was not... Oh, no. The roommate I found from there was chill. The roommate I found through a friend was not chill it Ooh. seems to be that it's just a normal facebook group and yet they can't change the name for some reason <laughs> or, or they assholes. refuse to yeah, have, have has anyone like reached out to them and said like this is offensive and also like not what you're like just yeah. say like los angeles housing group yeah not that it's hard. like it's not 2007 like yeah. <laughs> the, the definition it. has changed yeah. seriously <laughs> We've, no, it's like we've realized now. Or I guess it, yeah, it hasn't, yeah, it it hasn't, hasn't changed. changed. It's just like we've become more <laughs> we aware of like, how fucked it is. Yeah. Um, so today we're talking about the book Real Artists Have Day Jobs and Other Awesome Things They Don't Teach You in School by Ooh. Sarah Benincasa. Sarah Benincasa. Who seems really cool. I want to follow her on social media. I haven't yet. I wonder if she's on. Anyway. Why did you choose this book? Tell us about it. Yeah, it. sure. Um, I I love the title first of all. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I had like I think I'd skimmed the first essay, which is the title essay. Real artists have day mm-hmm. jobs too. I'm like a real sucker for any kind of self help book that's like yes. having <laughs> to do with the artists or the creative process or writing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I will read any memoir by like a female comedian. Um, absolutely same just because yes. like I will say as like a, a someone with like chronic mild depression it's sometimes I just feel like I really need that like extra level like little bit of encouragement yeah. that comes from reading a book like this like I don't know it's like 
I feel like sometimes I get bogged down in my own negative self-messaging that it's like really good to break the yeah that with like one of these books um and I had read this really awesome essay that Sarah Benincasa wrote called why I'm so fat which was about she had like gained a bunch of weight on antidepressants mm-hmm. which I have also gone through and she like some <clears throat> Some shithead, like, commented on an article of hers or something or a picture of her, like, why are you so fat now or something like that. And then, yeah, which is like, come on. Mind your business. That's my worst fear. I know. Same. Yeah. I, like, can't. I can't fathom like going on the internet to say something like that. Who are these people? Like, I've never had that impulse. I'm like, okay, someone with 32 Twitter followers and like an avatar that isn't your face. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. like, fuck off. Do they do the egg anymore? Haven't they changed it? I will never get over the way you say egg. blank or something. I think recently they changed it and I was like, there's a lot of literature on this. You guys better let the egg stay. (laughs) (laughs) Why do we have to let the egg stay? Fuck them. I mean, not all of them, but like, I feel like most of them are like internet trolls. Or, like, I think there's, like, a new Avi that's, like, if you don't put your own in, it's oh, right. just, like, the neutral one, okay, but it's okay, not cool. an egg. That could be entirely untrue. Egg. I'm hallucinating. Who knows? Fucking Midwestern ass. <laughs> what? Not, she's not even Midwestern. She's an egg. How do you say that word? Egg? Yeah, egg. That's what I said! That's literally not what you said. In egg! Any okay, that's it. But you say, it like, egg. Egg. Okay, I'm gonna moving make, on. Uh, we're gonna moving put a, on. We're gonna put a poll on Instagram and say, "How does Kelsey say <laughs> egg?" <laughs> like a Midwesterner. Don't or put like... all your eggs in one basket, Caroline. <laughs> okay, is that Midwesterner Irish? I don't. Know. I don't know. Kind Honestly, of both. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Uh New Jersey. Oh, nice. Actually, oh my gosh, so... I was born in New Jersey. Oh, I didn't grow up there, but. So that's something I also had in common with the um, author. Right. From New Jersey. Jersey girl. Jersey girls. Yeah. Um, but this essay, um, Why I'm So Fat, was just like this amazing like breakdown of it was like super personal. And it ta- she talked like candidly about her own mental illness mm-hmm. and how like, yes, she's gained weight, but she's like able to live in her brain now, basically. Yeah. And that has been so much more important and she's like i'm fat because like my you know this is how i'm able to like live um and i really recommend people read that but so after reading that i definitely wanted to check out her book the rest yeah yeah but i was surprised because you know from the title you would think it's like mostly written for artists yeah. i guess or writers and i found that a lot of the essays were a lot more like universal than that yeah yeah i know i was kind of hoping like i really enjoyed it but i was a little bit hoping that it would be uh have you read jenna fisher's book no okay. but i've heard it's really good it's, it's a little bit that's a little bit more of like not so much personal narrative but I mean, it is, but it's also more like how to do these things. Yeah. Which, like, I don't need to read another one of those books because I read hers and I understand it more now. But I was hoping it would be a little more, like, geared towards, like, specifically artists. But it was mm-hmm. also, I was like, Like, more whatever. of a how-to. Yeah, I, I guess like, kind of. Like, how to live as an artist. I feel in the like. Because I did, I did think it would be more about um, artists. <laughs> she but. also mentioned Sark 
at the beginning. Yes. Have you read yes. any Sark? Who were Stan. huge That's fans so of? So funny because when I was a kid, I remember like buying one of her books too. I wish oh my I god, had as, a her kid, books as a kid, yeah. I only got one like two years ago. Well, it's I so got funny because like, the, they're totally for adults that want to like release their inner yes. child, but yeah. as like like. A ten-year-old, I was like, I need to release mine. <laughs> oh my god, that's fresh. Um, I mean, that I is. So you said you're Cancer Rising or Moon? Uh, cancer Rising. Okay, I just that felt like some. <laughs> oh wait, what is your Moon again? Uh, Pisces. Pisces. Okay, Yo, that's ha- some Pisces Moon shit. <laughs> that emotional. Child. I had I had trauma to release at ten. Like, <laughs> same, I think that's totally appropriate. Same. Yeah, absolutely. But I thought once she mentioned Sark, who is a little more though she's so like ethereal and dreamy, she is pretty prescriptive in her writing style. I thought it was gonna be more like that and yeah. less mm, yeah. less narrative-y, but yeah, yeah, because there's a lot really in here about um like sex and dating and then also just kind of like being a human in the world um yeah I don't know like what really spoke to you guys what spoke to me a lot was um agoraphobia because and I really want to read her first book because I struggle with that and it's something that like I don't think I don't think I have any other friends that like have like specifically like agoraphobia or like social phobia. Um, and even when I went to <sighs> treatment a couple months ago, it's like I feel like there was just like less of that. And it's, I don't know, it's just such an and intense pressure. You wanted to find pressure. like camaraderie. No. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I guess like, it's hard to find other agoraphobes because yeah, they're y'all all are they're inside. inside. You can't have like a meetup. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's you get, like, I'm sure there's a beautiful like Reddit thread. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't really frequent Reddit that much. <laughs> it has like some good it's mental weird. health stuff on there. I mean, there's some terrible, <laughs> terrible parts. Wait, yeah. Too. You guys yeah. do re- like our relation, the relationship oh, yeah. thread, right? I like, okay. I follow this Twitter account called like relationship.text or something and it, posts once from there and it is so fucking funny and some of them i'm like i don't even care if this is fake like i'm so entertained like this is (laughs) fiction and i love it i'm like where's the short story anyway reddit (laughs) yeah i don't know i think just i felt like a very like parallel journey to hers and i think she wrote for jezebel and i like stand Mm. anyone who's written for jezebel but yeah, I think she is like also. I think Sarah Quill is probably the medication she's talking about. The antipsychotic. I thought like, you were. Ca- I thought there oh. was someone named Sarah Quill. Oh no. S a r a h space q u i l l. I was like, that's a cute name for someone, but it's not. It's a drug. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No, it's definitely not cute. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, is yeah. that the sleepy time one? Yeah, but it hasn't really. But been, it, does, it hasn't, hasn't been, been working. Doing its job lately which like where is your psychiatrist but dude who fucking see back out in the mountains or something he was like gone for oh my god i forgot about him being in the how mountains. could i forget i only have who oh, did, he go, did he go on vacation or something I they all go on vacation in the summer the that's what time. his assistants fucking said they were like sorry he's been in the mountains i'm like what <laughs> what <laughs> like, this is an emergency can you like not page him yeah. i like recently had a psychotic break i'm like and we can't contact him at all like <laughs> okay. on a carrier pigeon or something yeah. and oh, like i have an owl like <laughs> um but you, yeah the first essay like real artists have day jobs when she's just like repeatedly like 
what like whatever you're doing you are an artist because like for me in the last year or so I've just been really sidetracked by mental illness and it was very validating and affirming that's something that I feel like part of the reason dating like so often stresses me out and on apps when it's like what do you do um because I feel like Mm. I do like eight different things and my like quote-unquote day job is something that I'm like really passionate about like I love it and I don't but sometimes I don't know it's like do I just put that because that's what pays me or do I just put the writer part but that feels silly because I'm like I have to remind myself that like yes I am a writer even though like most people don't care <laughs> like like I'm like I don't have like a wide yeah it's no, like I have a decent like audience whatever but you it's like, like, like your identity yeah totally. it, which always feels like really uncomfortable and then I feel like I attract different sorts of people I'm like sometimes I don't want to put writer because I don't necessarily want to date other like comedy writers because I'm like there's yeah. enough of that in me but then other times when I when I just put that I'm a my official title is like behavior interventionist implementer um that's the behavioral work I do then I feel like I've I don't know when to bring into the conversation like oh by the way like I'm fully an artist and I do like 18 other things yeah. blah, blah, blah. but also that's something that's always stressed me out about dating is like so what do you do yeah. I'm like I don't that know that question in itself is so loaded. especially when it's from people who um their day job is their career like yeah. like I don't know quote, do quote, it, like normal people then they go home and they're done because I feel simple. like I always when I first moved here I had this rambling nervous answer and it's like I had to remind myself, like, people aren't trying to attack me by asking that question. Or it's but it like, felt like a I, I'm, personal trying, attack. I'm trying to be a comedian. I want to be a comedian. And I it's know. like, no, you, you are. I know. Yeah. And it's interesting that, especially with this essay, it reminded me that, like, most people do who are, you know, writing, doing comedy, whatever, are also making money in some other way. Yeah. And I really like that this essay kind of reframed it and was like, no, your main job is like being a writer or whatever. And your side gig is whatever you're doing to pay mm-hmm. the bills. Because, mm-hmm. like, that is truly, like, emotionally how it feels to me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not, in our capitalist society, that's not how Classic. other people always yeah. see it, you know. Do you have a day job or Yeah. Um, I work at College Humor. Oh, um, nice. I'm not writing for them, but I work on, like, the uh, sort of post side like writing titles and descriptions oh, cool. and, and see then from like tags. the outside as another comedy person though i'm just I'm like, like oh that's, that's cool not a day fuck. job though that's yeah. a college humor like i, I, I would kill to work there because then know. i would feel validated but that's what i realized so it's is like that, funny like, how that no works amount of yeah, success totally. feels like actual validation no it's never enough it ne- no. <laughs> so it's like it's that thing of like living in like the success of it right now because i feel like i'm constantly chasing like the next high of Mm-hmm. Uh, right now it's like I've been promoting my web series like crazy and I check the view count and the subscriber count like multiple times a day as if it's gonna actually it has changed drastically lately because um, this person retweeted it but um, and she has a ton of followers but uh, uh, fuck what was I gonna say no I, I feel like in my mind you know two years ago when it had like 20 subscribers and like 10,000 views I was like, oh, I won't feel like I've made it until whatever. And now mm-hmm. that number has, like, tripled and the subscriber count has – I can't do math. Whatever. It's grown a lot, but I'm still like, nope, not real until I hit this next number. And it's like – Right. We set such high – it ever going to be real? Yeah. We set such high um, standards and expectations for ourselves, too, in comedy where it's like – 
I won't be successful unless I have my own TV show. Like, right. that's like an insane thought that I yeah, have I sometimes. All the time. Honestly. And it's like, okay, there's like a million other steps you I know. before you get there forget, that you should so celebrate. Many, and there's so many moving parts of like the film and TV industry. Yeah. That it's like, there's so much cool stuff to be a part of. But yeah, I realize I'm like, I don't, I, I, it's very hard for me to like celebrate and to like uh what is it like rest on my laurels or whatever I remember after filming season one of my web series oh what was I trying to do like we had just finished a 12-hour shooting day and I was already doing all this and the director was like Caroline like just chill and enjoy this and I was like nope don't know how (laughs) <laughs> that's where I'm at I feel like with work right. life balance I'm yeah. like I don't have one because my work is my life and my life is my work I don't know celebrating accomplishments is not a thing that I've ever you know what next like time when I, I got something... my master's degree like nothing nothing happened. I did nothing about it I've never even seen the I've never Diploma. even seen the piece of paper it's at my dad's house lol <laughs> I was just gonna say next time like one of us has like a success it's like let's pop some Martinelli's yeah and <laughs> yeah. fucking I was just gonna say order Domino's too. I don't know where I stand with Domino's now that my stomach issues are are back. Yeah, Do I don't they have know gluten free op- options. I don't now? think so. But even so, yeah. it's like the p- the pizza mm. is so like rich. I wouldn't trust it. No, I mm. wouldn't either. And I was like, I can go to like Lucifer's or something, which I do love. But I'm like, a, it's more expensive. B, it's not as satisfying oh. in the like binging way. Like. Mm. the mom the pizza place yes Mama's, it's opening in this pizza place by my house just shut down and i was like literally devastated oh. but it's now opening down the street anyway um okay oh also i just remembered i don't know if i mentioned i ghosted my therapist like oh maybe two or three weeks ago I'm because what's happening she was oh, like yeah, being real my basically my dad is very nice and pays for my therapy and like there something happened with the payment and so she was like refusing to see me until it went through but i was in crisis mode and so then is also it, like all doctors i know will give you like a year to pay like yeah, like i feel like yeah. i'll get bills like months later from my gynecologist my or group yeah, th- my group 100%. therapist at one point i owed like 500 dollars, and then she was <laughs> nice. just like we can work out a payment plan and like whatever and i was like oh, okay that thanks that's really nice yeah um but yeah so I just stopped texting her and she like has not checked in on me at Whoa, all. And it's this place fucking like a game insane. of chicken. Who's gonna yeah. actually I haven't talked to my therapist in like a month and I texted her today saying I missed her and then I got nervous. Um I was like, Does she hate me? Like, did I do something to offend her? And now I'm racking my brain. But anyway, Man. this is relationships about me, with therapists are hard. so insane. So what's to be done? Are you gonna get a new one? I'm trying to get a new one because for me, like, I went to her because I thought she did um, acceptance and commitment therapy, which is all about, like, self-kindness and acceptance and, like, it's just, like, better for shame. Mm -hmm. And I have problems with, like, accountability and, like, task completion and stuff with, like, just... My, everything that's going on plus like my ADD is unmedicated or ADHD I think it's ADHD now Probably, yeah. they, ju- they no, are I think done both with the ADD oh, okay. I don't know. no only only the ADD Once was again, from like the 80s such conviction um, like, yeah that's a, that's a me sure. thing <laughs> um no okay it's ADHD because Adderall was specifically water, they named it it's supposed to be like ADD or all like at, at like ADD for all <laughs> I love and that. And it's like, so you know, it's, it's punny. 
Um, That's cute. Who made up with that? Probably a comedy person whose day job is working in pharmaceuticals. (laughs) Totally. Love that for them. Fucking pharmaceutical companies. But yeah, so there's this one woman who like, when my group therapist went on maternity leave, like our like substitute you liked her? therapist she was very like what's the feeling what's the action and she was very like action oriented and mm. i think i need someone who's ACT. less soft because yeah. yeah i don't know that's how i felt do you have a therapist right now no i need to get one i that's i had well, my last one was like an absolute train wreck mm. i like <laughs> care to share sure oh, yeah no i knew like way too much about her personal life no and i um, fucking yeah. hate when they share a sliver i'm like i don't want to know your last <laughs> name if i don't have to yeah. oh this was like overshare to the max what kind of like stuff oh my god i knew that she had a failed bead business at some point what like beading, <laughs> like a like jewelry, jewelry? Yeah. okay okay <laughs> and like i just knew to like i would cut you know how you come in and you're like how are you doing and they're like oh good how are yeah. you like they just deflect no, it back like... onto you she would be like oh my car got you know the <gasps> tail light is out and i can't get it fixed till the first of the month and blah blah mm. blah and i'd be like i'm like first of all i'm paying right, her paying so to have that's the time super awkward to like hear about her finances yeah. <laughs> oh right yeah <laughs> and then also it and therapy's just, like, expensive so it's kind of like oh. it was just wild yeah um yeah wow but but that said like <laughs> she needs this book <laughs> yeah i know right she did like push me in a lot of good ways that my previous therapist hadn't yeah um, i've had some therapists that are super just like okay like yeah. it sounds like you're doing good and i'm like actually like i'm fully not like i know because i feel like most people i know are like high functioning depressives so it's like yes yeah. i may seem like i'm okay but i'm like contemplating death constantly so i kind of hate when therapists do that kind of loosey-goosey like yeah chill session i'm like no i need I some know. reworking that was like my mm-hmm. first therapist too so i understand the like maybe the more gentle approach mm, in some ways yeah. but at the same Sometimes time there it. wasn't like a lot of growth by the time i this was like before i'd moved from brooklyn so when i moved that was like the end of that basically mm. but yeah I don't know. Therapists are... I knew nothing about that man, though. Like, literally nothing. So that's why it was such a, like, like, departure to go to this person I knew everything about. Oh, my gosh. It's really funny. Damn. I went... The first therapist I went to in L.A., like, oh, my God, what did she... She said something insane to me as if, like, my mom's cancer was her fault or something. And I was like, I have got to get out of here. She was the only therapist I've gone to that took insurance. Yeah, but then she <laughs> classic that LA. Yeah. Fucking ruined. It's it. like if you take insurance in LA, like We're something's anywhere. wrong with you. Yeah, mine took insurance too. That was Ugh, that's a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the telltale heart of therapists in LA. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Let me see your insurance card. But they're so fucking expensive. I know. Otherwise. Yeah. No, we should put if in you the show t- notes. There's something called uh, what is it called? Sliding scale. No, if no, you no. tell, oh, I'm not done, bitch. Bitch, no, you interrupt me all the time. I do. No, but because we know, because I'll forget, and you will too. No, I'm just gonna say open, open path. What the fuck is it called? I'll put the link in the show notes. But they have um like thirty to fifty dollar like no insurance um oh. therapy sessions. So I think that's 
will be super helpful to yeah fans yeah. anyway what were you gonna say and if you tell them you're a comedy writer they'll be like sliding scale comedy writer is like they're just like oh okay yeah okay and like we're worried about you we can do 60 <laughs> it's like okay i thought it was 250 but whatever yeah Classy. thank you that's a good tip people can use tell them that you make no money and or yeah i'm just like i'm poor yeah thank you um okay so an essay that spoke to me well stressed me out um was like feel all the feelings i think that's what it's called but i was just like she's talking she was talking about like this guy who she like loosely dated and then like fast forward years later he is talking shit about her like using yes. her name and talk- and i was just gonna ask oh like because that like scares me so much but i'm like i do that but i never say names because of course not i feel like isn't that like a legality issue like, yeah. what is it called like, like slander like um yeah. yeah something like that that's but i was just gonna ask have you guys ever had someone like explicitly like talk shit about you because like we're all comedians so i feel like in some way we're in the i don't it's like public eye sounds so goofy because it's like whatever but we all i'm assuming like we have comedy friends we have other people who are making yeah. jokes that i'm like i wonder i'm like have i showed up in people's stuff i'm like if i am just don't <laughs> say my name no i wrote i think i might have mentioned this in a different episode but i wrote like a medium personal essay like a year or two ago about someone no name whatsoever and he later said that i painted him as a monster and like slandered no. his character and wow. i was like no one, no knows. one knows i dated you yeah no. like no one knows this you is about you yeah like Jesus there's Christ. no way this could be traced but have yeah. you ever had someone like call um, you out i have not i haven't thank I god a, honestly like i had a website gave give me like negative press before oh, but no. that actually oh, ended god. up i ended up getting more followers out of it oh so. that's so Ooh. any publicity is good publicity <laughs> yeah. am i right it's kind of true though I know. um just get that name out in the world but i'm i am terrified of that too it's like fucking crazy that they used her name too like so you're just openly shit talking on I your know. podcast like that's so, gross. so uncomfortable. To I me. tried to figure out who it was, though, and I couldn't figure it out. I know. I tried to Google too. <laughs> Didn't she say like I'm not gonna? Was that in the essay that she said like I'm not gonna? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wait, I want to. Oh, no, I was just gonna no. say I want to go back and apologize for being short with you when I said you were. Sorry, if I like me. really aggressively, I feel like it came out like very I sardonic I when I said bitch, and, and I was like, feel really bad. <laughs> I was like, I feel like an abusive husband. Like, I, that's why I, curse I, words are curse words because they have like so the much impact. like the what's it called like the the the, the, the dick as I'm stuttering the what the, like the, when, dick? the diction. It's oh like, yeah, bitch, yeah 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 fuck. Yeah. It's like so hard. I'm like, oh my god, that sounded so mean. Like, oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> well, cool. I love you. Glad we moved past okay, that. Anyway, you. What were you saying? I just like, I'm like, I will obsess over this until mom, mommy, and daddy aren't fighting. Know, they right? love each other. <laughs> we love each other very much. Okay. Cool, cool what guys. Were you saying? I don't remember. Um, I I feel like a companion piece to that one about the people, the guy talking shit about her on a podcast was that one where she talked about how this guy punched her in the face that she was like yeah. sort of hooking up with 
and people i guess he's someone who's somewhat in the public eye because that was the one that she said she wasn't she laid out like yeah like reasons why she wouldn't name him Mm -hmm. and i thought that was like really relevant because i just feel like lately i see people getting attacked online and shit like that and um I don't know. That was really upsetting to me yeah. to read. Like, yeah. all the reasons why you'd be justified in calling someone out publicly, but you can't, essentially. I know, because you would get so much fucking hate as a yeah. woman yeah. for saying anything. I saw someone get called out from um, someone I don't really know personally, but, like, have interacted with. I saw him get called out on social media, and I don't know what happened, but... I know I always I was like oh shit like he did disappear from the scene and I'm not really like in that like theater space anymore but I was like obviously I know it's happening but I was like wow that is like the closest to home that it's been and again it's just like Mm. very unexpected when the mics are off I'm very curious I don't really know like that many details about it okay um it's just it fucking sucks Mm -hmm. and people are scared to talk about it for all of the reasons that she lists and it's like it's been like what two years since like the Weinstein stuff came out a little more yeah probably yeah Yeah. and it's like what what fucking changed changed? what has it's still happening yeah it just happened with that max landis guy right oh yeah Ooh, and those stories were bad like he, he's super yeah abusive. oh my god and every oh my sister's or calling like me okay, when sorry, Lil, i'll call you back later when the Har- like right before the harvey weinstein came out i had like a producer situation at like um a big comedy i don't know what would you call them i don't want to say the name a Is very that- prominent like content producer and then the producer mm-hmm. like took me out uh, got me blacked out fucked uh, me i didn't want to fuck him again i never got work there again oh my god and like I'm that so was sorry. right before the wine scene thing came out so i like didn't know what to do and if it had happened like, after i would have been like oh i'll send an email to his manager but yeah now it's too late it's, like, it's okay then he'd probably just text me and be like you're a real fucking bitch for that yeah <laughs> we had a great night and i'm like maybe for you dildo like oh yeah whatever his balls had like all these bumps on them that's weird i've seen one time i saw a guy who had like a skin tag on his balls and i was like not here to judge everyone's genitalia are beautiful but it was i was curious about it i was like what's the story here how does this happen and what was that was that i think people get stds on their no i think that that i think i also maybe mentioned this very early on in the podcast earlier in the night he had told me that he wrote a story or like a screenplay about like a guy having cancer and then it's like a like a rom-com whatever and then we're like later hooking up and i like i'm going down on him and i like look at his balls and they're like so bumpy and i was like do not tell me you have herpes right now and he's yeah. just like oh no and i guess you're like they were like the i don't dates. know if they were like mini tumors or like what, what? but he fuck? didn't I, then he was like i had cancer okay and oh. i don't have then herpes that... now so i don't think it could have been herpes yeah well so I, I just know. got oh my god I got like a full STD test I was like can I just do the peeing one like chlamydia gonorrhea the classics and she's like no 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 you've <laughs> never got I know classique. she's like you've never gotten the full panel so I was like fine bitch like get that blood um mm. and it it actually they did a horrible job at drawing my blood anyway um and I got the results back I was negative for everything but then for the herpes one it said oh point, yeah. point one and it said like see notes and I was like 
I didn't tell anyone. I was like, and I honestly instantly accepted that. I was like, my life is different now. It's okay. I did have an insane sex life last year. So I'm like, I'm not surprised. Um, and I was very calm about it. I very calmly emailed. The guy. I was like furiously Googling. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. And I was emailing the doctor and I was like, so I've got down a Google rabbit hole. I'm going to need you to tell me because it said see notes, but there were no notes uh. on it. And he was like, um, anything that's under 0.9 is considered negative. And I was and I was at oh. 0.1. So I was like, well, you could have fucking that's told right. me Seems that. to be vital information. <laughs> I know. Because and I would think I told him I was like, OK, so I 1000 percent like don't have herpes. And he was like, no, you're chill, like calm down. And I'm like, OK, well, I want to be a. Uh, proactive member in the sex having community and i'm not gonna be like maybe i have herpes and then like go fuck me i don't know i was just like i need to know the truth i yeah. need to know my action plans yeah I would and then he was like know, you don't like... have herpes and i'm like okay you guys should explicitly tell people that when you give them the test that like yeah it's not because i was like well why don't i have zero he's like no one gets zero and i was like well that sounds absolutely ridiculous to me and i never want to take a herpes test again <laughs> see this is this is why i'm like the stigma i'm like yeah no i'm totally. like i don't want to know but it's like no obviously i want to know and i want to like practice safe sex but one summer ugh, when so i annoying. was having a manic episode i wouldn't stop going to the doctor to get aids tests <laughs> God, because i was Kelsey. convinced that i was getting false negatives and then they started how refusing. are you getting can you get an hiv test like Sorry, I'm a, I'm a HIV. No, no, no. I was going to my primary care physician and getting negative. Yeah, test getting results. negative test results, okay. and just kept going back. And I was like, I'm gonna need another blood test. Oh and they were like, God. You can't have one. That is absolutely. And absurd. it was like I ha I had one like exclusive partner, <laughs> but I was I was <laughs> I was convinced that I was gonna give him something. Oh, and, and then, then ruin like our relationship, you. and then I would be alone forever. Never forget the time I thought I had gonorrhea in my throat because I had like a uh, sore throat that had no other symptoms and I was like what could this be and I started well with all of the like, billboards around LA for super yeah. gonorrhea what do they Jesus. want you to well, think well I got so scared yeah. and I had just gone to a sex party so I'm like the chances of me having this are pretty high um, but I didn't when I like went in they like looked at my throat and they're like you like 99% like sure you don't have it and I was like the one percent and they were like do you want us to give you like, do you want us to give you the antibiotics like it, it won't harm you if you don't have it but like you can start it if you do have it and i was like sure and they had to it was like a oral th you take it and and then they had to give give me a shot in the ass and i was wearing this underwear it's like my comfy underwear that says too hot on the butt and i when oh i remember putting God. when i put them when i put them on i was like this is good. something's gonna happen and then it, i was like i got this nurse looking at my ass putting a fucking gonorrhea shot whatever and then i got so nauseous oh my god i like Aww. almost puked in my car anyway back to this <laughs> No, but you can really, man. you can work yourself up. You can, into, especially like, if you have obsessive like thought. Like totally, like never. I'll lose sleep yeah. over it. Even though, yeah, I just remember sitting in the doctor's office after I had been with my like now husband for like a year. You know, safe sex, blah blah blah. Yeah. And I was like convinced I had HIV for that like ten minutes. You're just like waiting I for know. the test results. You're like, I totally could. Oh my god. I know. I've just been living with it. Yeah. You know? like, it's like <laughs> I'm gonna be one of those stories. I didn't know I had it, and then I'm gonna. Ah. Yeah. Oh God stresses me out wait what i had else? another thing that i wanted to talk about that i took a note about okay because when people tell you who they are like believe oh, it. i like yeah. love that 
Okay, but I have like a I often funny but attribute that quote that, to my grandma, but it's my it's, Angela. Yeah, I'm like, it's not your grandma. <laughs> and like my grandma always used to say, <laughs> as my Angela said. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like, I forget that. Okay, so like one time I like fucked this dude. And he literally told me he like loved me. While- we were like both drunk. And he, I know he literally told me he loved me. We had known each other for like a couple months and he told me he loved me. And he, while we were fucking, he was like, he's like, I think you're so cool. I want to like take you out. I want to do all these things with you. La la la. And then he like literally told me, he loved me. but in my mind, I was like, he thinks I'm really cool. Like that's awesome. And then the next morning I like slept over whatever. Uh, he like got up to go to the bathroom and then never left the bath. Like, I, I, like, knocked on the door, and I was like, are you okay? Like, I thought maybe he was sick because we had been drinking a lot the night before. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then somehow somehow it became clear that he was not going to come out, and then I was just expected to leave. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Love that was, Did he his, take his phone Was in? it his apartment? I don't know. Yeah, I it was his oh, okay. oh, God. Oh, my God. That'd be, like, <laughs> Oh, horrifying. can you imagine? <laughs> like, squatting in my... No, and then it happened... Okay. And then I went over another time, and That's I was so like... Shitty. I know. I was like, dude, that was really fucked up and mean and he was like i know i'm sorry i won't do it again and then he did it again but i told my friends i was what like is my, that? i hated it because i was not like, a move i know dude. i said to my friends i was like i was like i want him to like take me out and i think they thought i was being like a psychotic clingy girlfriend but i was like no but he told me yeah and i always do that i feel so naive i will like listen to people it's like especially um if we're having sex because when I say things, I fucking mean them. Yeah, and, and like, you're vulnerable. Yeah, and so when people, like, time. pull that shit of, like, wow, I like you so much, and this is so great, and then I tell my friends that, and they're, like, okay, but then he, then he'll, like, pull some fuck shit, and I'm, like, that's when I'm, like, I need to – I mean, in hindsight, I'm, like, Caroline, how did you – like, everything about that situation was, like, no, no, no. But, again, I'm, like, I feel so naive in that. I'm, like, no, I, tr- I trust – I trust what they're saying is the yeah. truth, but I'm, like – actions speak louder than words and if he's locking himself in his bathroom every time every morning after you have sex like it's time to leave like does he bring his phone in there i don't know but it's very much like it both times it happened it was very much like that's so uh, weird though because the person's just gonna assume you're like taking a huge shit or something I know right like, right and I was like okay no shame in the game I guess in there forever yeah. at least turn the shower on I know yeah it was so weird it was so weird but I think he's remorseful and he, he had a lot going on in his life I don't know maybe I'm making he's a very kind person outside of that but I was like dude yeah what the fuck but again but that's the thing though words. that's how like people like Mac- Max Landis and shit. Well, actually, I don't think he was really described as kind, was he? Probably not. Remember. Well, no, this was like a, like, I enjoyed the, like, it was consensual and I enjoyed the sex and there was no well, yeah, but it's creepy like, shit. But um, just, you know, not nice after. But I don't think it like was just mean, meant you're in a like, malicious way. Anyway, okay. It's like, just because you're nice in other situations that oh. doesn't mean it supersedes like the shitty true, things true, that's true. what yeah I'm okay to say. yeah 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 and there's people that you could be friends with that are cool but they could be like a total asshole to their partners or you know like people can be nice in some yeah. ways and then different settings garbage like, oh others. my god where was i i was on set where was i 
I was somewhere the other day with someone who like knew someone who like dated Brian Singer for a really long time and they were like yeah but yeah my friend dated him forever and they just said he was really passive and I'm like that doesn't mean he can't rape someone like just because you're passive in one setting doesn't like that's so gross mean that you're incapable of harming another human being like why would you I also felt this um, so many so I've famously had many threesomes and I always felt that like okay, if this guy is dating this really cool, kind woman, then he must be cool and kind by proxy. Mm. Oh, my God. It, di- it didn't dawn on me until recently that, A, first, like, first and foremost, the woman may not be as awesome as I think she is. I just assume nice things about women because I generally have good interactions with them. But I'm like, yeah, just because the girlfriend is really cool doesn't mean the boyfriend is respectful, like – at all and that was a tough pill to swallow but it's like once again like people's actions matter more than just like i don't know the title of them being in a committed relationship that seems healthy i'm like "Mm, i don't know or like i'm a good person and i've been with many many terrible men (laughs) who are like super super nice to everyone we interact with and they're horrible to me emotionally my ex-boyfriend was shitty to everyone including me yeah <laughs> now he was a so charmer. there's that too <laughs> he was a charmer but uh anyway well, i don't at least talk he's about consistent him. i yeah. guess right i yes. love that um what anyway. other chapters oh something i wanted to ask you it doesn't have to yeah. be 12 because that would be like a lot if you don't want to do it but i love when she says i don't remember which essay but like what 12 important things would you tell people mm, about yeah. yourself is that too oh much or maybe like three i don't yeah. know if you don't want to like, like make that. a whole fucking I like list that. But I was just so curious because I'm like, again, dating app shit. I'm like, what do you, what are the things that make you, you? Yeah, that is such a great question too. And I loved her answers were like, some were personal, some were like really surface level, Mm -hmm. some were deeper. Um, Yeah. Um, I'm from New Jersey. I feel like that in itself says a lot about who I am mm-hmm. um you don't have an very... accent which is like oh surprising you. to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're well, welcome give me a okay. little alcohol and I sometimes ah! I, come <laughs> I love that um I am very sarcastic a lot of the time um doesn't always read well with people um, <laughs> <laughs> um I'm agnostic because I feel like you can't prove that God exists or doesn't exist. Mm. And I also mm. I also kind of don't really care. Mm. I don't know. I'm loving these answers because they really are. It, some of them seem like so um, like you accept them like as I don't know, just a simple fact. But it's like, no, very telling. And I mm. like it. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Um, what else about me? Um, I sing in the car like a lot. I love Ooh, that. I love that. That's, the, <laughs> that's my favorite part of like commuting is to just yes. fucking carpool karaoke that shit. I'm on vocal so rest right now and it's like that the hardest sucks. thing ever. That's really hard. And I've you don't been realize on how much you use your voice till you. Yeah. And that. I do musical comedy. So it's like, I have to like not ruin my voice and it's, Missing in the Difficult. Car. I mm. lose my voice like every March, February, March, April. I don't know. I get like laryngitis, and every time, to- never forget when I had it in 2018. I think it was 2018. Casey Musgraves' new album came out, Oof. and I lost my voice, and I was like, 
I was like, that's why I wanted my voice to heal so I could fucking sing to her bangers. By the time the new Taylor Swift comes out, I'll be healed. Happy for you. (laughs) Annoyed at her, our problematic fave, but uh, will be fun to sing in your car. Yeah. Um, Car singing. I mean, do you guys have your... 12 things. I, I don't know if I could do 12. I know. It's like, a, dome, yeah. to be honest with you. Mm, mine would be like, I'm very sensitive. Mm-hmm. I take everything really personally. Um, I'm a terrible gossip. Like when she said, I have a really bad mean streak that comes out, I'm like, mm. that's a part mm. of me that's like. I love that she I, admitted that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that she admitted that because I don't know. I just love gossiping and I do it with love and I. Yeah, 100%. I try not to gossip about like, uh, like, or I don't about like. There's like a select group of people who I like would never gossip about, but like, I don't know. But in high school, my friend would always be like, "You're just like the grandmas like sitting in the back of temple, like talking about everybody's <laughs> kids." And I love like, that. That's all that I want myself for, or all that I want for myself, honestly. <laughs> and a nice Jewish boy or girl. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else? I feel like it's hard to, yeah, like she had time to, like, I know, right? Think about it and what's the best way to package, like, well, I feel like I always want to talk about, I never know. I love to laugh, I really do, though. That's all I care about. It's like laughing at the end of the day, like, but I always think about, like, because I feel like so much of my identity is shaped by my experience with mental illness, shit. Yeah. And, but I always wonder, I don't know why I'm talking so much about dating. It's because it stresses me out and I like to talk about things that stress me out because I'm a masochist. But, um, but I just think about, I've had people say like, at what point do you like disclose that to, I guess not even just someone you're dating, but like, um, people in the world. That's so interesting because friends, I feel like I tell them, I'll just blurt it out. Yeah, I'm like, it's like instantly that's how we Especially like in LA, like everybody has something. And in comedy, like, yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) That cross section is like, yeah. um, The Venn diagram between like comedians and mentally is like a circle. But dating, I don't know. I would probably like hold off, I guess. I'm not sure. But that seems stupid at the same time. But I, it's like sometimes I have to remind myself because I like to be like, I'm an open book but right I'm like, but i'm like sometimes it's sometimes people don't deserve to know certain things that's yet. a great way and to frame that because, too. because they don't deserve it rather than yeah. how long you're gonna freaking date i'm like i may go on two dates with someone and then decide i'm not so it's like i don't need to tell everyone but it's hard for me not to oh my god i was it's like hard to discern whether who to can accept with it? it or oh. not well, because yeah, I also don't want them to think, safe yeah, and they're it. like manic pixie dream girl. But I remember explaining it to this Ugh. guy because I was feeling so anxious. And I, you know, when I'm feeling really anxious, it's like I have to tell someone to like alleviate the pressure. And he was one of those people who was like, well, why? And I was like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't, I didn't know. <laughs> Whatever. And, and it's, those are the kinds of people that I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like super, it's not safe. It's. I was going to say, I don't feel super safe in this. But it's just like, no, I'm like, okay, I can tell you're not. I'm like, you probably think, like, I should just go on a mushroom, uh, like, shroom, <laughs> shroom trip, and then I'll be cured of my depression right. forever. Which I'm like, I know that they're working on that, but I'm like, also, I do love the 
big pharma medication I'm on. I hate when people try to it's, tell me to, like, It's also, not... like, if you have a fucking mental illness, it's, like, if you, like, go to Peru to do ayahuasca, like, you're not the type of, like, normie brain who can handle that. You're yeah. probably going to go into an irreversible psychosis. That's the thing that scares me yeah. is I'm, like, like no, I think like, I would can't lose my that. mind. Yeah. I think I would lose my mind. But, uh... But then I'm like the second someone, ew, I have to figure out how unhinged to not show my Instagram profile. Um, it just annoys me. I'm like, there are enough pictures here. You don't need to stop me. No, I me. feel like you have to. Why? Because people want like proof Think I'm real? that you're, yeah. Okay, well, I just, That's because what... I don't like people watching my web series or like listening to the podcast before they know me because yeah. I feel like we talk so much about like, it's always the sexual stuff that I, people will assume that they can like be creepy sexual towards me because i talk about it in my like comedy or whatever and like does not give you the invitation to like dive right into that shit because i'm like uh you should be so lucky that i would think you're hot enough to fuck or whatever i just it creeps me out people have a real hard time wrapping their heads around that (laughs) like a persona and like my real ass and i do feel like because we're very much the kind of people like oh my god like we're so real we're so raw so it's like yes obviously a lot of this like is who we are as people but i'm also like don't forget that everything is fucking performance social media this podcast the web also like okay this is uh, you know us just talking about like the web series i do Yes, the character is named Caroline, which is my name, but it's very much, like, meant to be, like, cutesy fiction. It's not meant to be, like, it's like whatever, but through, I guess it still is. But It's, like, through your lens, but it's mm-hmm. not you. Right. And I feel yeah. like a lot of the stuff that we talk about here is, like, stuff that, like, we've, like, dealt with, but there's, like, and I've dealt with a lot, but there's also, like, a lot of stuff that I'm actively dealing with that I'm, like, not talking about, and I probably, like will bring it up in a few months yeah. and like what i am talking about is authentic but like but also, there's also yeah. more well and i realize i'm like there's more to me as a <laughs> than just this podcast but I don't, we've talked about like vulner- <laughs> uh, vulnerability dumping and i'm like that's another thing that i don't want to do is like i don't want to talk about mental illness shit on the first date because first of all i don't want that to be the only thing that's bonding i used to do that with like people i would yeah. have gone like threesome dates with it felt like the only thing that we had a connection about was the fact that mm. we were both like exploring like whatever non-monog shit and i was like mm, i'm gonna need more than that um but yeah i'm like i don't necessarily want to is that trauma bonding no no but trauma is bonding is like when you bond with the person who traumatizes you exactly okay yeah like in so big not little that... lies when she has sex with the husband yeah, after yeah, yeah. he beats her okay. or okay. if they like hug you after hitting yeah. okay okay um Crazy shit. Uh, but what was I gonna say? Anyway, that. Wow, I moved my hands so much. Never forget. Okay, one time I got in a car accident and I was stone cold sober. Like it, it was just a series of unfortunate events. Um, ended up not being my fault. Thank you. But I guess I was like, um, is it gesticulating? Is that yeah, like mm-hmm. wildly? Because I, do, I'm doing it right now. Like I just do. Like you're Italiano. Yes, and then like <laughs> after a few minutes, the cop was like, "Have you been drinking tonight?" And I was like, "Absolutely not." And he's like, "Let's do a test." And he made me do, and I was like, "Do oh not make God. me do the alphabet backwards," because I a thousand percent will not be able. How to How would that. anyone know that? Do that? I know, yeah. but I feel at like no point in my life could I do that. No, maybe it's just how a drunk person would react to it. Like, oh, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But I was like, oh my god, you 
thought I was drunk and I was not. Anyway, I'm like, I just have a big personality, okay? <laughs> Some people can't handle me. Thank just because I'm a woman. <laughs> Flailing my arms at 10 p.m. on a Tuesday night. I feel on the side like, of the road. Okay, it was horrible. I feel like I've definitely had run-ins with officers, not in like a drunk driving sort of a way, but just where they thought you were kind of mouthing off no one it was maybe kelsey you would i don't remember though i'm sober now so i'm not anymore i don't know maybe next week i'll remember (laughs) one (laughs) i love like mouthing off to like any type of authority and i'm always like cowering in the back my dad is like that and i'm always just like sorry even sober like harassing a waiter i'm sorry love it it makes it's me It's just fun. It's really a high. It's a, it's a performance. That's what it is. I know, but I'm like, well, you've worked in the service. I'm like working in the service industry. I hate- I do it in a way where it's like, it's fun for them to participate. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Not when you accosted the man who wouldn't give you free like garlic dipping sauce at Domino's. I don't think that was fun <laughs> for him. Well, that's because that was bad customer service. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. Anyway. I was just getting what I was owed and he You were he, owed that. He for- my dad he forced at my that hand. Story. He forced my goddamn hand. Here's <laughs> oh what happened. Oh my god. Oh my god. Dear listener. Here's here's what happened. I go to Domino's. I'm getting carry out to save money on the delivery fee. Love that. So I get there, their system is down, and they're like, we're not taking card, it's cash only. I'm like, I don't have any cash. They're like, okay, you're going to have to go to the 7-Eleven and get cash. So I go, and it's like a $4 fee to take cash out. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, I was just inconvenienced and had to go get cash. And like, I can't afford that right now. So just like, and the sauces are like $2 or whatever. So I was like, just give me the sauces for free then that'll make up for the convenience fee and he refused to do it so then I just like you know like I had a legal internship my junior year in college oh so I like know how to like work a courtroom <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh. I was like excuse me sir I'm an esquire um no but then eventually he just got so frustrated and just like did he like throw them at he, you no he like opened the cash register with like so much like gusto and just like grabbed three dollars out angrily and like thrust it at me and like exhaled wow. and You're I like, was like you. I was like thank you so much like if you had just done that from the beginning it would have been fine been totally chill but also like part of working in food service is knowing when to give someone something just right. to shut them the fuck know, up, right? You know, so I kind of am on your side with this. Like, I don't when I also I do when I worked in Trader it, Joe's, it. it's like theirs is like or Trader Joe's customer Ew, you service like have is like to be so nice. You can open up anything in the store, Whoa. and if they don't want it, it's they don't have to take, take it. it to the break room wow. and eat it or like um, what. That's no, what I would do. It no, they sprouts. try to they try to donate it, oh, but okay, if it's okay, if it's like cool. fruit or something, then like they can or like a fresh item that like won't go to the my stepmom's like bank. favorite story of when I worked at Sprouts is when this woman threw a Brussels sprout at me like it was like oh it was like on the floor and I'm like just leave it honestly like I will like I will go pick it up but and I had a shopping basket with me because I had to go to the freezer to get um like 50 loaves of bread to cook in the oven bake in the oven and but it was empty and she like th- I, I I guess maybe she was trying to throw it into the cart but she threw it at me and I was like <laughs> 
Okay, thank you very much for that. I do want to kill myself, and now I want to kill myself even more. Um, it was a bad time. Oh Hashtag suicidal at Sprouts. I had actually the funniest run-in yesterday. I was... Um, I intern at this comedy theater and I was like doing the signups for the open mic and this guy comes in like tall guy and it was mostly like tall guy. it's mostly okay. like a like women like non-binary kind of like trendy open mic like that sort of crowd and mm-hmm. this guy's like maybe like 50s 60s like kind of swaying whatever like white guy button up <laughs> shirt and he's like i'm third on the list there's an honor system and i was like what i was like for, i was like the startup sheet hasn't even i got the startup sheet actually hadn't even started at that point i was like no it starts in 10 minutes and there's no honor system what is like, an what? honor what does that mean honor yeah. system i for... have no idea okay um just like, like just like down, he gets third man. every time but i was like it looks like you don't know anything that's going on here and then i'm just like where have I seen him before? And I was like, think I was like, it must be in relation to the theater because that's the the setting. But then he didn't come back. And then like an hour later, I realized that like you probably didn't have this at Sprouts because you didn't do cashiering. But like as a cashier at a grocery store, you know who the alcoholics are because they come oh, in the same time at every sure, day to sure, buy the same sure. alcohol. Love that. And I was like, oh, he was my one of my Trader Joe's alcos, as they say in Ireland, which is like Stop. such a bad slur. And oh I hope God. no one ever calls me an alco. Wow. But um, wait, I yeah, wanted it was to, crazy. That is like so weird and obnoxious. Like to like, know that wait, he, so he didn't perform. Yeah, no, he like, didn't. He's like, I'm out of here. Like well, I'm not third on the list, so I'm out of here. Yeah, he he didn't what come back, but like dildo. honestly, like I kind of hope he comes back because Just that would be see. an insane full circle thing to it be like really that guy does stand up because he was like an interesting character. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you if you had like one more essay that you wanted to like talk yeah. about or like any personal shit mental illness journey whatever well i'll say there's actually two that i feel like are kind of like um went together and that was one that was like about having your personal board of trustees and then also like the list of uh different types of shitty friends you can have Uh, i feel like those were like companion pieces yeah and so like she had this idea of board of trustees which is like you have certain friends in your life that you can go to if you're making a big decision and they'll like one will be brutally honest with you one will like sort of see through what you're talking about Mm -hmm. and different types like that and I really felt that because I definitely could see people like that in my life it's so necessary the same with the types of shitty friends unfortunately I've also (laughs) seen people like that in my life yeah super fun the the (laughs) shitty friends one I was like I didn't finish the chapter on how to phase them out, honestly. But <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'll just, I'll just live with them. Yeah, I'll just keep them. I was around like, for a oh while. god, I'm gonna need to reread this. One. <laughs> yeah, especially the one that spoke to me the most was the one that was like people that are only there for you when you're down. Ooh, um, yeah, because I think, because like. I think it's really easy if you have that person that's like there for you when you're so sad and you're down and things aren't going well in your life. Like it's easy to be like, oh, my God, this person's such a good friend. They like were Mm -hmm. really there for me. But then when things are going well and they like can't fucking handle it, um, that's the worst. Yeah. 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 I feel like it can be. I feel like that crops up a lot, especially in our like industry, because it's so hit or miss. There are highs and lows. That it's like, yeah, sometimes it feels like maybe, I don't know that I've had this experience, but like people 
liking you more when they're doing better than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And or the op- no, there's no, a just thing, that. <laughs> there's a thing called shine theory that the women um, who are the hosts of Call Your the Call Your Girlfriend podcast oh, yeah. came up with. It's called Dare I say it's called Shine Theory, mm-hmm. and it's basically just like it's like all women but specifically like you and your friends it's just like when I shine you shine like when you do yes. better I do better and it's like such an important thing because it's so we easy to each feel other like only one woman can do better mm-hmm. but like all of the men can succeed and it's like no like all women and can I forget succeed. that sometimes and I hate it because you know when I see someone doing really well I'll I'll get a little jealous or I'll get a little like why not me and then but I just have to remember it's like oof, I'd so much rather just like have like a community of like badass people where we're all just like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, everyone's winning and I mean I wish I could be like that every day but I just like I can't but I think mm-hmm. what I really try to do is when I feel really jealous about someone or envious I try to like recognize that and then be like okay what specifically am I really like bumping on here right and then I'm like like, maybe I really wanted to write a book or whatever they're doing that I'm not doing yeah there's also this podcast called storyteller therapy with fuck I want to say her name is Sky Robertson but I know that's not right (laughs) it's the same initials though but she's like a jealousy and envy episode and it's all Ooh. about like working in the entertainment industry mm. and it's about how like jealousy is like a negative emotion and it's like bad intentions but then envy is just like a feeling that you're like I know that that's something that I want to do and you don't actually have yes. like ill will towards the other person but it's like it's solely about well, like you're you not being where you want to be yeah, yeah. And it's like it's not like you want them to fail you just like feel bad because you want more for yourself and that made me feel so much better about like people even in like different I have friends in different parts of the industry that like aren't in comedy whatsoever but just entertainment and I'll feel like so shitty when they get a job that like is no in no way relevant to me right. because that's not my career oh, path yeah, and it's like totally it's like intersectional jealousy like <laughs> <laughs> i know everywhere. what you mean yeah someone will be like vp of finance at x company it's like i don't <laughs> want that at all but it's like fuck they're doing really well in their career i want yeah. that you know and then i always have to remember like all social media stuff I'm like I don't know mm-hmm. I just had a friend tell me like she was having a shitty time but all of her social media looked like she was having the best time at like I whatever I feel like that's like classic case of no I know when you know. actually talk to people and then you hear and I'm like, like that's reassuring yeah that it's like oh those are the shitty parts but I feel like there's something in I think it's in the artist's way where um she says something about uh, the things that you're envious of or like angry about like use that as a roadmap to see like what you want to be doing totally which is but then sometimes it is just jealousy because i'm like i want the six like i don't want what they're doing i just want the like success or recognition i feel like i'm a whore for like recognition and i'm like i get enough of it like plenty but i'm still like i know the validation i mean especially with social media you see people that are just getting constant validation on there because they're retweeting nice things about themselves or whatever yeah and well and then i think about like the youtube views and subscribers like me checking Mm. it all the time i'm like it's not healthy but it's like sometimes feels like the only way i can gauge growth or success because it hasn't led to like uh i mean i'm not like 
getting paid for writing still but it's like anytime we hit a milestone it feels like this is yeah yeah but i hate uh, i don't want to get too i love obsessing over anything i can i love obsessing over not trying to not obsess over something do you know okay yeah like <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna i don't know i, f- I just like checking numbers like yeah i like, mean it is i feel like validating compulsively like human yeah checking like your twitter replies or your mm-hmm. i check my podcast downloads so it's similar to yeah. what you do classic probably. yeah i don't know always keeping tabs always trying to right move on i but... kind of self-sabotage in the way that like I'll like do something like I, I have like two like web series but I feel like they're not real because I've done neither nothing to promote either of them so like mm-hmm. they both have like no views and it's like well yeah because I did like literally nothing to promote them but then it's like oh but that then it's it makes me feel okay because I'm like oh well they don't have the numbers like because of me like I decided that it didn't oh, fail right oh. yeah yeah well, so you've it's talked like, about it's like that before, pr- yeah, yeah. It's like a protection thing, and I didn't realize that I was doing it until I read We Already Did This Book a couple weeks ago, Self-Compassion by Christian, mm-hmm. Kristen Neff, and I was like, oh, like perfection. Because I didn't understand how perfectionism worked and how I was just like doing all this shit to like like not further my career, and I was like, okay, cool, good to oh, know. I should read that. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's yeah. a good one. It's a honestly like the best self-help book Yeah, I've it's ever like my favorite read. one. Um, do you want to do any plugs for how people can like find you on the oh, internet and sure. at shows or whatever? Yeah. Um, I'm Atlas Galveo on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm also, I do a show here at the Ruby, uh, <laughs> the fourth Friday of the month at the Ruby. It's called Funny on Paper and oh, nice. it's humor writers and comedians reading their original work. Um, I also do a, a bachelor podcast called My Wife is in This Room that oh, Caroline yeah. is yes. going to be a guest on. The best title when I told my friend I was doing that, it just like, because it, it took me a second to, it's like, oh, because you do it with your husband. And also, that's what they always say. They're like, I can't <laughs> believe my wife is in this room. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I love right. that title. It's like so <laughs> okay. good. You're welcome. Okay. Amazing. Um, I am at Caroline Honey, H-O-E-N-E, on Instagram and Twitter. You can also watch my web series. Uh, season three of Dating Myself is out now on YouTube. And you can find the Instagram and Twitter accounts for all the shit on my personal accounts. That was a long way of saying that. <laughs> anyway, follow me on Twitter and Instagram and watch my fucking web series so I can <laughs> feel validated about the view count when I wake up in the morning. Okay, anyway, Kelsey. Hell yeah. Um, you can follow me on also Twitter and Instagram at Kelsey Rochatko. R O S is in Sam, H is in Henry, E T is in Tom, K O, and let's get my view count up from like twenty to thirty. Um, <laughs> yeah, where can people find it? Vimeo. Uh, Vimeo is well, Elephant Hill is on Vimeo, and then Daily Flower Report is on Elephant Hill. Wait, <laughs> I mean, um, Daily Flower Report is on YouTube. Amazing. Yeah. That's it. All right. Thanks for Thanks. tuning yeah. in, Clitlers. Thank Clitlers. you so much for coming, Liz. Oh, thank, thank you, you so, so much for being here. Yeah. This was a blast. Amazing. Yay. It's like Bye. free Bye. therapy. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>